Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Alma Coffee, sustainably grown, veteran-owned, and direct trade, which of course means from seed to cup, there are no middlemen. Please go check them out at myalmacoffee.com and go visit their roastery cafe at 3448 Holly Springs Parkway in Canton. Ask for Harry or the brains of the outfit, Leticia, and tell them that Stone sent you. You guys are in for a real treat this morning. A little bit later in the broadcast, we're going to get a chance to visit with uh, Oscar Velez with Three Brothers Painting. But uh, first up on Cherokee Business Radio this morning, please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Moving Target ATL, Miss Kara Frankel. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. I am so delighted to have you in the studio. It's been this has been a while in the making, a it while has. in the planning. <laughs> Did we first meet maybe over here at, uh, at at Reformation at the Woodstock Business Club or was it somewhere We did. Else? It was at Woodstock Business Club. How many people have I begun <laughs> relationships with at a bar or a brewery since I moved here? <laughs> I don't know, but for all of you folks out there who are trying to grow your business, get something going, put some serious consideration into the bar strategy uh, or the, <laughs> the brewery strategy, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All the cool people hang out. So moving target ATL mission purpose. Tell us a little bit about the, about the business and, and what you're trying to, what you're trying to create for folks, what you're trying to do for people. Okay. Absolutely. Moving target ATL is an entertainment company that comes to you. So we are 100% mobile. We get that often. Where's your location and moving target ATL is hundred percent on the road. So um, we are an axe throwing business, an axe throwing company, which brings a lot of camaraderie, a lot of um, stress relief, <laughs> basically <laughs> catharsis, whatever you want to call it. And it brings people together and we do any type of event you can think of. We've probably already done it or already booked it. So we've been on the road since November the 1st and I'm still in our first year of of business, which is pretty exciting. Wow. So it's early for you. So lessons learned so far, anything surprised you in this last, uh, what is it? Eight, 10 months? Uh, a lot has surprised us. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll get into the background of how we got to this point, but the biggest thing is that how many people, I mean, it's a good time also after the pandemic and, and COVID, but right. a lot of people just excited to get back together and be able to do something fun. And um, yeah. probably what surprised us the most <clears throat> is how many people were having to turn away. So that supply and demand thing is oh really, gracious. has really, there's only so many days on a calendar month to be able to hold wow. events. So that does limit you. Absolutely. Well, I hadn't thought about that. What a, what a great problem to have, right, It's Oscar? a great it's problem to have, yes. Sorry, we'll see you in three months. I know. <laughs> Happy birthday then. Right, you know? right, exactly. Uh, and it, a way to solve the problem or, or mitigate the problem or address the opportunity, however you want to frame it, 
Uh, so are you considering maybe having more units? Is that the right word? Oh, more? Yeah, we actually have things? some things to announce today. Oh, so. okay. All right. Okay. So, all right. So before we steal all that thunder, yes, please. Uh, backstory. How did we get here? How did we get here? Because at 52 years old, I'd never thought I'd be throwing axes for a living. That's for <laughs> sure. So um, how we got here, my history and my background is over, gosh, I said 25 years on the, on the website, but honestly, now that I look at it, it's probably more like 30. 30 years, which has really aged me since I just told you my age too. Um, but what what I've always done in my past was executive management, mainly in retail. So some some bra- big brands. That I makes perfect sense. Executive. <laughs> absolutely. Translatable skills. You know? Absolutely. Yes. So I did big box gyms. I did um, a long time with limited brands, uh, Godiva Chocolates, pretty much you name it. Um, and I either ran a district or a region and traveled a lot and wow. raised two kids kids, two amazing children, and um, got to the point of about four years ago, a little over, um, being an empty nester and trying to figure out what's next for me. And in doing so, I got a great opportunity with a um, entertainment company that was locally uh, um, locally housed here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but was nationwide. And one of the brands, I did multi-brand for them across the country, but one of the brands was a axe throwing business with, I, at that point, probably 23 locations across the country. And it was brick and mortar, 100%, and um, had a great time with it. I mean, in all honesty, uh, being able to go from being selling clothing or anything else, that of course people are happy to buy clothes, but when people are going to you for fun and entertainment, I mean, what better place to work than that, right? (laughs) So um, had a lot of fun with that and spent a lot of my time on the road traveling and just a different day every day, a different week every week, which was really fun. And then as probably most people at, at this point is um, that whole thing, COVID happened. Oh and it's like, gracious. wow. Right? One of our brands that. was escape rooms. So if you uh, think about what an escape room is, oh, you're touching everything, everything and you're encouraging oh, them yeah. to touch everything right. a lot of times. So um, entertainment took a big hit with the, along yeah. with everything else. But um, where you're in close proximity with a lot of people in closed circumstances and um, it really did change things. And being across the country, some things, some states opened sooner than others and some didn't. And I was the sole man standing in the entire company other than the owners and the entrepreneur team. Mm-hmm. And with that said, um, that lasted a few more months. And then I, it was time to figure out what's going to happen after that. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't really know. I mean, I was starting to look for jobs again and knowing I didn't want to go back into the corporate world, but knowing it's what I was good at. That's where I started looking. And sure. Um, I was fortunate enough to have my business partner slash husband um, one night at dinner. We saw a drawing of something that was on a trailer. And he said, you know what? We could put axe throwing and do it that way. And I thought he was a little bit crazy, which I know I still do. No, no, I, th- I, think, I still think he's probably a little bit crazy. <laughs> he's a little bit crazy. But he did it. And I say, I'm not the risk taker. And he is. And I, I'm thankful that he took the risk in me and said, you run businesses before for other people. Do it for yourself. And that's kind of what led us to what we're doing right now. So I knew the business model very well. I've been in it for over four years in the industry. Well, that's nice. So that's very helpful because you yeah. learn a lot of the the what ifs and what could happens. But then I've never done a mobile business. So trying to figure that out. And I say we're still on the cusp of figuring that out because that comes <laughs> with its own challenges for sure. So is this the first and only time that you and he have run something together, a business Absolutely. together. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Probably and, learned um, a few things on that front too, right? <laughs> uh, he works what we, uh, in the beginning, what I joked 
uh, joked about as saying he has a real job. But now that this has gone so well, I said, um, now he has two real jobs and I have a real uh-huh. job too. Because our initial um, introduction to this was, you know what, let's just offset your salary. That's really all we were looking for. Nothing yeah. big. You know, we're in, we're in our mm. mid fifties and we were just ready to you know do something, but you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it's turned into a lot more than that. So now I have a real job too. <laughs> and we have, we've learned a lot about each other and we balance each other extremely well. And we've learned more than anything. We couldn't do it without the other. So yeah. that's a, that's a good partnership. So did you find some, some division of labor, some <laughs> uh, like you do this, I do that. And- 100% division of labor. Yeah. You just um, don't have to, right? Well, he is. For, for the people around my age, MacGyver, everybody knows who, our age knows who MacGyver is. That's <laughs> right, kind right, of, right. He's always been that. That's what he's been called by a lot of people. Okay, then. He can troubleshoot and figure out and solve anything. Right. Um, very handy. <laughs> so he is the um, overall the operations management, I would say. Okay. So he does everything from he designed our unit. We had, you know, a very clear and concise thing that we wanted to build. It had to be a certain quality. And he designed it. He built it. He did everything but the welding. And made sure it's going to run efficiently and take care of all of those. If, if this happens, what would we do? And we're still learning right. that as we go. <laughs> um, but he's mainly our driver. So our unit is extremely large and ah. very difficult to drive. Can't just anybody just no, hop in there and take it to I, the I would never even attempt to. So um, that is definitely his role. So he is the driver and the setup, the takedown, the breakdown. And if anything goes wrong on site, he's going to be able to fix it without anybody on the customer side knowing about that. Okay. This is a very tactical (laughs) question, a very self-serving question. Purely hypothetically, if my brother were coming to town around Christmas and renting a place nearby, but the driveway is sloped, is there, is there some way to accommodate? I mean, sure, you guys um, run into that stuff all the time. We right? do. We always do a site visit. And well, let me say, and you 90, figure out if you can 99% do it of the time we do a site visit. And after this past week, it should be 100% of the time from now <laughs> forward. Um, but we, we do, um, we also can use Google Earth to be able to see what we're, what we're contemplating to be driving up to. But um, there are some things we can have. It, it has to be mainly level. Clearly, okay, so we, we've really, got balancing abilities. All right, so in our case, maybe uh, we used to be the Christmas house when we lived in Cobb County. Mm-hmm. Now we've moved here. As most of our listeners know, we live right on the edge of town. We're still the Christmas house, but we live in a patio home now. Right. right like the, yeah. And so but people we're still the Christmas house, at least for this <laughs> year and probably next. So people are not going to not come. They're right. Just, they're just renting places all over town. Uh, but maybe I can talk. Talk uh, Tom and Lori into maybe uh, having having your unit here at the innovation right. spot, somewhere in one of these parking lots. Probably very are. ironically, I just got had somebody from the innovation spot reach out yesterday. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, but that is one of the the things that you guys have to think about. And here Absolutely. again, we're dealing with professionals. We're not dealing with Cletus. <laughs> yeah, you know, we can do it. I'll bring two extra cinder blocks. You know? Right, no. <laughs> right. No, we know we know before we get there if it can happen. And the really cool thing about what we do, the majority of our business now is. Um, um, is going to be your corporate business. So yeah, everybody usually has a parking lot that's pretty, pretty level. There you go. So it's really great because we can just drive up during lunchtime. They cater a Sweet. lunch. They provide something for their staff or some type of appreciation, oh, um, wow. client appreciation. And it's always easy. If they have a parking lot, we can pretty much make anything happen. Okay. So how, how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a company like yours? Like, do you advertise? Do you have to get out there and, and shake the bushes or is it the kind of thing where they see your trailer and now you're getting phone calls or? Yeah. Well, a little bit of both. We don't do any marketing, which is really kind of crazy. Wow. Um, we, 
and I, I think I've probably had to close some doors on some of the networking friendships about marketing because we can't, we can't su- support any more business right now as we are. Do you hear this, Oscar? <laughs> it's Man. a problem to have, right? <laughs> I right? Wanna, I, I, yeah, we're definitely going to engage you to, to for the Christmas house and probably for something for Business Radio X. But I think I want to hire you as my marketing consultant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, Oscar? I would say that that would be a great problem. <laughs> right. Thanks wow. And it's very hard to say no to. So, I mean, I, I can make sure. us burn that candle at both ends most right. days too. But um, what we drive is a huge billboard anywhere we go. So uh, it's kind yeah. of fun. We do it in tandem. If we're going on a long distance, um, I follow my husband in my vehicle and I'm kind of that wide load car behind the, behind right, him. Right. But what's funny about it, I told him one time I had, um, I called him and said, you're about to be pulled over. This cop is hanging back with me. He doesn't realize we're together. You're about to be pulled over. And he's going, of course, through, what have I done wrong? Like, what's going on? And then I look over at the cop and at the stoplight, he's taking pictures of it. So uh. it's like people, our, our, <laughs> um, our target wall folds down. So going down the road, you're not really sure what this thing is that's going other oh, than the I signs see. that say moving target, mobile axe throwing. People can't really figure it out. <laughs> so it's a little intriguing when you do see us parked somewhere or driving down the road. But on top of that, it is a hundred percent, um, Word of mouth and social media. Like what Uh we do is beautiful on social media. We take a lot of photos, a lot of videos, and then people just having a great time. And that's a really great thing because we've seen well over 4,000 people that have played with us since we started. And we haven't had one single person that didn't leave happy. So that's beautiful. (laughs) That (laughs) That doesn't happen. That didn't happen in brick and mortar. I can tell you that. So I'm doing it mobile. We're doing something right. Okay, can't all be rainbows and unicorns. Surely you have some challenges you're trying to address in your in your business. Do you still have some challenges or is we the biggest do. challenge trying to meet the need? Um right now that's our biggest challenge, but no, there's definitely challenges. Um I'd say one of them is we have um what we have built is extremely quality unit. So like that's one thing that is um, we knew if we were going to do it, we weren't going to try to get in as ex- inexpensively as possible. We were going to do the investment and do it right. So we didn't have to tweak or. And that was Hubby's upgrade. influence was a part of that. He really um, wanted good quality, right? We or, both was, wanted the quality. His what, influence, what's his name, by the way? His name is Bill. I'll give him Shout full credit. Shout out to Bill. Way to go, Bill. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> right. But no, you both wanted quality coming yes, in. Yes. That yeah. was the one thing. We didn't want to have to do something and try to make it better down right. the road. We wanted to do it. If we were going to invest in it and take the risk, we were going to take the risk all the way. And the reason that that even comes about. There were some other um, takeoffs of what we were doing out there across the country. And when we looked at it, we're like, wow, you know, that's, I don't know that I'd pay to have that drive up to my house with chicken uh-huh. wire or, um, you know, <laughs> chain link fence and some wood and hoping it's going to make it to your place. There really is a guy out there named Cletus. <laughs> yeah. Out, out Cletus in Houston. Yes, He's doing yes. this. <laughs> so when we, when we started back in November, there were some out there, but they just, we looked at it and we're like, oh, we can definitely do something better than that. Mm. Um, but it's going to cost us to do so. And we needed right. to do that. So um, with that said, again, I don't even know where this question started, but a challenge that we have is um, in talking to our insurance agent uh, that, that writes our general liability this week, they said, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry goes out and throws axes somewhere on a Friday night and says they're going to quit their job and put it on wheels and we won't insure them. So that's one of our uh-huh. challenges in the, I guess, the mobile industry is making sure that um, we try. I try to help people along the way that are trying to get into this business because I want them to right. do it in the same quality or a similar quality and not just try to get into it 
to think they can make money and learn the industry overnight. Um, Because that does hurt the quality. If something pulls up to somebody's house and they think that's what mobile axe throwing is, and it's um, not to the level that we expect, then will they even ever know that we're out there or will they expect more? Right. Um, And that's one thing that the challenge of the industry, I think, in mobile is anybody trying to just put it up or try to figure out, hey, we'll come just build some really fast on your property. And that's not going to be something that's safe. And that's one of our, our three characteristics that we really believe in is safety first. Right. Um, and then I guess if other challenges would be today. We had an event at Emer- uh, um, Emory University and we're going to have to postpone it. Our unit is completely covered. You can play in the rain. We've got a two-tiered um, roof and it's very solid, but it's not as much fun for the participants and the spectators at our heckler bars to be able to <laughs> to be able to enjoy the event as much. So we try right. to work with people and I talked to them this morning and they made the judgment that we're going to schedule it for another day. So yeah. Mother Nature is going to be a, sometimes a factor. So that's right. something that's a challenge. So let's talk about recruiting, developing, retaining um, good help, you know, people mm-hmm. on, on the team. Even in my business, which is not high risk, the worst thing that's going to happen in here is people won't enjoy being on the show or listening to the show, which fortunately doesn't happen. We have a good time in here and people seem to enjoy our programming. Uh, but I'm not worried about anybody getting hurt today. <laughs> um, you've got to have you have to have tremendous trust. You've got to work with. um Yeah. Tell me about the people that, that you bring into your circle and, and trust with your brand. Yeah. And that's the big thing. Um, with my history overall, again, 25 to 30 years, branding is, in, is part of everything I've done. And mm-hmm. I've only wanted to associate myself with certain quality <clears throat> brands. And um, with what we do, that's the first thing is we can teach anybody the skill, but they have to have the personality that's going to fit what we want to sell. Uh-huh. And what we want to sell is fun, energetic, exciting, engaging, um, team building, just some good camaraderie all together. And with that, you need somebody with a coaching spirit, but somebody that's Uh more, that's got that cheerleading background. They want to see somebody succeed. And my husband is the best expert that we have. So that's what we call them. Experts. They are experts. Well, you really are good at this whole branding thing. Right. right? Well, it's kind of become who we are. So we eat, (laughs) we eat, sleep and breathe axes now. So he's the lead expert. And where I think in the beginning I can teach, I'm I'm an excellent trainer and I can teach everything. But now after nine months, he's been on the trailer coaching a lot more than I have. So he's become better than I am, which is a challenge for me, but he's also better at at the coaching aspect. So when we find somebody, we're looking for somebody on our team. Our experts are our personality and are kind of like the host or the, um, the personality on the trailer that's going to be, they're in charge of their safety, but they're also just making sure they have a great time at the same point. So if we find somebody out and about, um, we'll bring them on our team. If they've got the right personality, we'll train everything else. They just have to be able to love what they do, love to play, um, can be a little snarky and be, sarcastic in a fun way with our guests because that's part of what we do. We're very edgy. Um, And then we teach them everything else. So right now we have on our unit, other than my my husband and I, and again, him being the lead expert, um, we have six other experts that work with us. Uh And that's a combination of when we started thinking about this, we went to our very favorite fine dining server that has the best personality we've ever known. And we said, this is what we're going to do. And we want you to be a part of it. And she said, I just learned how to throw axes last weekend. I want to do this. 
and she's phenomenal. And then she has a friend of hers that was also a fine dining server. So they work a full-time job and they work with us part-time. And they know what service they, they, they already have that. We, we already love them for yeah. their personality. And then one of my former management managers of a um, escape room here in town, he was between jobs and oh, going neat. with the police or fire department. And he joined us. Phenomenal. Got us through the holiday season. Had a great <laughs> time. And then right now we've got our three newest are um, college students. And they were working, all three working at a gym full time and going to school. And now they're just working with us and going to school. And they all have the personalities and the fun and the drive to, to do what we do. And they can do it in short spurts, two to four hours instead of working an eight hour shift at a gym. So, And how cool are they when they're hanging out with their buds? Like, <laughs> well, what do you do? You know, I work here. I work there. Oh, I'm an expert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're just like immediately right. the coolest person in the crowd. And how bad is the job when you're either hanging out at a brewery, a vineyard or a party with cool people? I mean, it's right. a lot of fun and you're playing games. So it's, it's fun. And we are currently recruiting because we're going to need some more people as well. <laughs> so tell me about this acts of service campaign acts of service. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is, that's our takeoff on fundraising. So <laughs> <laughs> you, this lady could be a copywriter, a marketing <laughs> consultant, a, Oscar, you need any copywriting? She'll come up with something with three brothers. I, this is incredible. All right, go ahead. Right. Our acts of service is our fundraising campaign. And um, this is kind of the heart of where we are. We like to give back. We like to be involved mm -hmm. and we do so through what we call our acts of service. So instead of having a, a car wash or whatever it may be, be it a nonprofit 5013C, 501C3. One of those. One of those, know. yeah. <laughs> or any uh, other, any we other. We were, uh, Business Radio X, Cherokee Business Radio X was a nonprofit in February, but okay. we've been making money since. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But then we could do for other organizations as well. And we have different options where we can set up at a discounted rate and then share the proceeds that come in. Oh, wow. And it's just a lot of fun because people tend to give back a lot more when they're having a good time. Right. So we're, we've been lucky to, and fortunate to be able to work with some really great organizations around town. Okay. Okay. So, so what, like if Business Radio X, let's, let's talk through some of these applications okay. of your service. So if Business Radio X, the network, um, or just Cherokee Business, we have five Business Radio X studios here in Metro Atlanta, but if it was all of us, or maybe it was just Cherokee Business Radio X, if we had you come out to the parking lot, um, but what if we could somehow, is there some way we could use it? raise the money and then give it to, to somebody. Um, one that okay. we did recently in Cherokee County was with Goshen Valley. So yeah, that yeah. was up at Canton. So we, um, we positioned ourselves with at Canton Reforma um, Reformation at Canton and um, Thrivent actually was the sponsor. So they, purchased us out and then they um the organization actually sold tickets and uh -huh. they sold tickets and they made a really nice little donation to the cause. I think it was like thirty five, thirty seven hundred dollars oh, nice. for people to come out and throw axes. So it was a lot of fun. So so the the sponsoring organization or whoever, mm -hmm. Business Radio X or what could could play could pay your fee. Right. So so now so now you're whole and then we could set up for to buy tickets for the right. business community could buy tickets and we could give that money to whomever. Absolutely. So what they did I like is it. I think they did like $25 for a, they'd have an ax throwing um, training session, a mini game. And then they had a swag bag of a lot of giveaways from either Goshen Valley, Thrivent, Reformation, oh, a drink ticket, or a, a, we partner sometimes <clears throat> with food trucks and they'll do a food truck ticket as well. And then just come out and have a great time. Oh man, my my mind is spent. I'm envisioning like the food truck, right? <laughs> and the axe throwing. That sounds like so much fun. So you've already accomplished so much. You got so much going. But um, 
I don't know. What's next, do you think, in the coming months for you? Yeah, we've got a lot of things that are next. So I'm happy and excited to share today that we're actually launching our second unit on October the 1st. Um, Uh, So we're going to be having a north side Georgia and a south side Georgia location. Okay. Um, And that's going to be really great to have, to be able to do a business partnership with some young guys down in the south side area. And we've also started working with a franchising um, mentor and coach. And they're helping us get ready oh. for Q1 and Q2 of 2022 to be able to start franchising out. Oh, my goodness. So we're Incredible. learning a that lot and we're on the very early cusp of that. <laughs> so awesome. when you get ready to do a franchise, it's my understanding that uh, one of the, the key sets of activities is just bottling everything you do, right? Like standard operating procedures. Right. Um, that would be a larger um, jump. For for the people who run the Business Radio X Network, I know that because I'm one of them. (laughs) But I get the sense that you've already got a lot of your stuff bottled, standardized. So you're you're probably further along than the than the typical uh, pre franchise or. Um, actually, I, 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 I had it. I did it all for my prior company. Oh, so gosh. you've been um, there, yeah, done already, that. You know what you're again, doing. Again, I have four years of experience in this industry, so I already okay. have all of the the um, operations manuals, the training manuals, all of that oh, wow. done for brick and mortar. So all I had to do was change it and and kind of tweak it for our mobile unit. Goodness so that part's gracious. done. Wow. So, I mean, if, if they outlawed axe throwing, you could be like a <laughs> franchise consultant, a marketing consultant, a copywriter. You're amazing. I don't yeah. know about that, but <laughs> we'll stick with what we do best right now. <laughs> no, I mean, that's incredible, though. What a great head start to well, have it, that experience. It's nice. Already. Yeah. Well, it really helps because I tell you what, I've really enjoyed. Um, there's a couple of Facebook groups and I've really enjoyed getting to know people. Um, I work with somebody that started one a few months ago in San Diego and somebody in Florida and being able to just if it took me four or five months to figure out something about uh, insurance that I wanted to do differently and be able to save them that time and be able to partner with other, other brands out there that are trying to get going. I love that part. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Well, uh, how can we help the business radio X community, the Woodstock business community, which incidentally, um, wow. I just, I I haven't lived here that long. I don't, you just love the, 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 the business landscape in this Absolutely. Woodstock community. I mean, I it's mean, just, just one of- it's just fantastic. So we're actually right here off of Arnold Mills where we house our unit here. Oh, really? Yes. So, um, but it's just Cherokee County is, is our, is our home. So we're really, we want to be as involved here as we can. And when people say, how can I help? They mean it. Right. And I do too. Um, but, but what can we do to help? Just continue to get the word out about what you're Absolutely. What you're I doing? mean, I think that's the great thing is although mm. it's, uh, Axlery is actually an ESPN sport. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's I a world, did not. yeah, it's a what? worldwide sport. So we, there's world championships once a year and it's on ESPN. Oh, How cool so, is that? Um, and that's, that's the cool part. What just happened is that although to <clears> me it's old news, I've been doing this for four years. Right. But, um, and I'm like, how could you not know about this? But, um, <laughs> But that's what, that's just the truth. A lot of people just don't know that that sport's out there. And then, then they go like, you're going to do what? You're going to hand us a weapon and then you're going to let us throw it. But um, (laughs) we have three really key areas of our business. And one of them is quality and professionalism, because obviously what we do is very relaxed and very comfortable. But uh, on top of that, we want to know from the very first time you even look at our website, you know, we're different. Like, you know, we've got, we've got knowledge behind us. It wasn't somebody that we paid to do that. I did all of the content of our, um, of our website. And that's important to me. And all the way through from the time 
we don't let anybody book us online because I want to have that personal connection with mm-hmm. them. So they know me before they even book our, our location or, or book us to come to their location. Uh-huh. So that's very important. And we want that <clears throat> quality to be all the way through the follow up afterwards. Even if I haven't been able to service someone, which there was one time a lady that I, I wasn't able to service because we were already booked, but I got her in touch with somebody that had a version of what we do. And she was happy, but she was um, devastated that she couldn't get us. And following up She'll with her afterwards, back, right? well, afterwards, I just said, did it go well? Did you have a good time? She said, we did. But I can't believe you're calling me when you did not even work with us. And I said, yeah, why don't wow. you make sure it went well? And those things, those mean a lot. So that's one of our characteristics that are very important, kind of our three-tiered focus. And then on top of that, it would be the customer experience, start to finish, and then safety. We've got um, our general liability is not one that everybody that does mobile axe throwing can get because that came along with a a resume of having some time behind us in the Uh industry. And we make sure that the safety is of utmost importance. We never wanted it to be um, how many people can we service. We wanted to service them the best quality in the safest way possible. So our first um, thought when we were going to build this Mm -hmm. is how do we add additional units off the side? more targets, more people. But when you do that, we found that you also lose a lot of um, control. So control of the axes, control of other people's actions, which is never able, you're never able to control. So we determined we wanted to make it the safest unit possible with the best coverage possible and take the risk away from anybody, any location or landowner that we're going to position this at. And by doing that, we run, we run a very efficient ship. So we can we can service quite a few people. I think at Goshen Valley, it was like 108 playthroughs oh, in one, oh. one event. So we can do it very well <clears throat> and very, um, we can make people tired <laughs> throwing axes. <laughs> but we didn't have to do it by saying, hey, you know what? Now we're going to add some more off the side and we're going to, um, because when you let an axe be able to walk off your unit, and uh-huh. go to another another self-built or um, land throw right. um, uh, lane, then what happens is you've lost that control. So we didn't uh-huh. want to take that chance. And we wanted everybody to know that they were they were safe. You always have an expert right between you. You never have somebody that's, that's left alone to throw an axe. So safety uh-huh. is very important to us. I was going to ask her for a, like, how are you guys different? And then you just like gave me like <laughs> 10 minutes of how you're different. Yeah, I mean, you, different. you really, really are. You are different. <laughs> Wow, what a delight it has been to have you come in and talk Thank about you. your work. I, uh, our listeners can't see this, uh, but they certainly will uh, when they get a chance to, to meet you personally. The glint in your eye when you talk about serving people. Thank you. And you just, just I, we, <laughs> it's we contagious, wanna, <laughs> isn't it, Oscar? Yes, yeah, I want to give people smile over here the whole right. time. <laughs> I mean, I want to give people an experience that they're not even expecting when they pay for us. And that's what I yeah. would want to pay for. So I always say if I wouldn't buy it or if I wouldn't pay for it or I wouldn't be happy to have invite my guests to it, then we don't want to provide that. Oh, my gracious. All right. So uh, those who are listening who would like to reach out and have a conversation with you or, mm-hmm. or someone on your team, uh, points of contact, best way Absolutely. to reach out, whatever you're um, comfortable with and feel like is sure. appropriate from a website, a number, a LinkedIn, whatever. Okay. So our website <clears throat> is www.movingtargetatl.com. Our contact number is 770 Two nine three seven, which also spells axes, A X E S. I mean, she is. Have you not thought of anything? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. My husband worked hard to get that phone number. I can tell you that part. He gets full credit for that. And then our email address um, is info at movingtargetatl.com. And if you go to our website, it has everything you need, um, FAQs, all the way down to an easy quote. 
um, a lot of photos and a lot of videos. And then if you'll check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Moving Target ATL, you'll see the fun that we provide and then some. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And let's uh, let's have you come back in maybe when you um, <clears throat> when you launch that second unit, if Absolutely. you'd like. Sure. And make that and make that announcement or just anytime you've got something really cool going on or maybe. As you continue to profit, uh, profit, as you continue <laughs> to partner with some of these nonprofits. Absolutely. And we've got something where you want to get a little extra notoriety around an effort to raise some money for a good cause. The, the platform's at your disposal. Come on in and we'll, we'll have you talk about what's coming if, if you're We'd up love to, that. to. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, listen, how about hanging out with us while we visit with our next guest? Absolutely. We'd love to. I am so sorry that you have to follow that act. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, uh, this, this has been a huge mistake. <laughs> oh, my right goodness. Before the show, you said she's going to set the tone and uh, know she was going to raise the bar. That <laughs> oh, you're too kind. Like, oh, my goodness. All right. Well, all right. To bring it down. <laughs> Next up on Cherokee Business Radio, please join me in welcoming to the show with Three Brothers Painting, Mr. Oscar Velez, good morning, sir. Hey, Stone, how are you? I'm doing well, man. You learn anything in that last segment? Uh, more than I'm able to process right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you, you know that that uh, that, that Kara and team are, are going to make it fun. Uh, but let's talk about Three Brothers sure. uh, What do painting. you want to know? Uh, I want to know, I don't know if it's appropriate for an on-air conversation. At some point, I'd like to know how in the world you were able to um, find... Ashley Velez. <laughs> that is a story that is she, not going to be told on air. She, <laughs> oh my gracious, Ashley! I, I mean, I just, I just think the world of, of Ashley. But, but no, let's talk about Three Brothers Painting. Uh, what you and your team are out there trying to do for folks? Um, yeah, mission, purpose. Tell us a little bit of, uh, about the company and, and how you're trying to serve, man. So, uh, Three Brothers Painting started in 1991. It was my dad and two of my uncles. Uh, now I'm 38 years old and, and I do our, our sales, uh, um, our lead sales, uh, uh, person and I often get the question, uh, "Which brother are you?" With when people don't know our history, <laughs> right. right? And my my go to joke is always, uh, "Well, I was eight years old when the company started, so unfortunately, I didn't make it into the name." And we're too long established now to change it to Three Brothers and Son. But right. um, no, we have been doing this for about thirty something years. My my, uh, uh -huh. or actually just at thirty years. Uh, my pops, you know, we came to this country and he was working for uh, another paint outfit uh, here in the Atlanta area. And he was just the day to day um, manager, if you will, of, of his paint team while he had somebody above him that owned the business. And uh, we're doing new construction strictly at the time when that person's contract came up uh, for renewal. The the gentleman uh, that was working day to day with my dad said, um, I want to keep working with you, but with you, you know, and uh, what, uh -huh. what's the name of your business? And my dad looked at <laughs> uh, the, my uncle, it was, I guess it's three brothers painting uh -huh. you know, and started from there. Um, so we used to do a lot of new construction work for uh, John Wheeland uh, back in the day, back in the yeah. early nineties, even going to like mid two thousands, uh, Thankfully, right before the crash in 2008, you know, we had already started kind of weaning ourselves out of, you know, being in the new construction phase and mainly focusing on residentials because you can bring such a much higher level of quality uh, and service to a residential uh, property than you can that new construction. I, I hadn't you know? thought about that. that. would not have occurred to me. I don't know, Carrie, would you have, would that have 
it's higher yeah. level of materials, uh, higher huh. quality rather. Okay. Um, and you just, you have a much more personal relationship with that actual individual client than you do, you know, just a homeowner that you're doing touch-ups for from a house that you painted, you know, from the ground up and you never even met them. You just show up, oh, the X and uh, Y over at whatever construction sent me over to take care of this, right? And you're just a face doing work. But when you're on the residential side, um, you know, you start building that relationship with that client. And, right. you know, then uh, sometimes it's been generational. You know, I, I've been doing this for a sales side for about 16 years, even though I grew up in the business and used to do, you know, some of the paint more like getting in the way. Let's be real. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but learning a trade from the ground up. Uh, and some of these folks have seen me, you know, grow up from when I was a teenager. Oh, and now yeah. I've got my own kids and their kids are hiring me now uh, to come out and do work. And they're like, oh, yeah, I used to paint my bedroom. And now, like, I've got my kids, you know, so it's just cool. super cool being able to see, you know, families grow, families, uh, you know, tell us about their fr uh, friends that need something else done. And then uh, much like you were saying, Kara, earlier, um, we also don't advertise uh, except for the sense that, you know, our vans are wrapped. My personal vehicle is actually not even wrapped. I live in an HO neighborhood that doesn't allow it. And I have a personal car I keep in the garage. Um, mm -hmm. But we're just like you guys you just word of mouth in the seo my my wonderful wife that you mentioned earlier that's her yeah. uh that's what she does she she is fantastic at all of the seo and content and and everything and she has helped us in the past with that and and folks will ask me much like you were saying earlier about those uh you know, uh, business relationships that want to get you to advertise in their magazines or, right. or billboards <laughs> or what have you and it's like uh, you know I don't want to spend two grand on something a month that I know like we're already getting because right. like the work speaks for itself. Yeah. You know, those, those review sites uh, and for anybody listening, if you ever hire any sort of trade and, and you're happy with them, uh, please take the time to write those reviews. Amen. Because folks <laughs> really, really take stock at those. You know, I, I have an initial meeting with somebody that, you know, I, they don't know me from Adam. And, and one of the first things that they might say is, um, you know, our Facebook uh, neighborhood group uh, recommended you. And then I looked uh, you guys up and you guys have fantastic reviews. I'm like, oh, thank you. We, I, I don't look at them. I don't want to get in my own head, you know, <laughs> one way or the other. Uh, but I'm told that they're pretty good. Um, you know, five stars and, and, and oh, which is awesome. You know, yes. But uh, my, my very uh, trying to be humble thing is always, we try really hard, you know, just to make sure that everybody is, 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 is as happy as you can make them. You know, we obviously are not going to be able to please everybody. We're all human and, right. and we work better with some folks and, and may not be great with a couple others, but uh, that's going to happen when you're 30 years in, you know, and sure. yeah, I think uh, again, the reviews uh, and the fact that we really only have that SEO and, and really the word of mouth uh, says a lot. So, but your business strikes me as a, an incredibly competitive arena. It absolutely is. Like yeah. it, if I um, had not gotten connected to you through in Woodstock and, and sure. having met Ashley sure. and that kind of thing, and I needed painting services, mm -hmm. I, I don't even know where I would start. I guess now that I'm in this business community, I would have probably asked Kara or whoever I saw Thursday at the thing, right? Like, right. so I would ask someone, I'd like to think I wouldn't, I would no longer go to the air quote yellow pages. Right. Right. Um, but at, at any rate, your, your business strikes me as incredibly competitive. So, sure. so you do have to be very um, diligent about being 
different or doing a great job for the work you do get? So that is a fantastic um, question and follow up to what I just said in the sense that, yo, yeah, no, we we don't have that print media and whatnot, but following uh, back into, you know, relationships. Right. We much like Kara, um, you know, I, I like to go to those networking things, you know, uh, Woodstock is, is chock full of business owners and I get right, myself right. very fortunate as having, you know, a lot of them be our friends, you know, because we have met through these small groups that have grown into big groups. Uh, you know, years ago, my wife and I started going to Wipeout, which is Young Professionals of Woodstock. Um, you know, not a spring chicken anymore. Well, <laughs> well, well, I've been going to that I've meeting been, too. I've been going there too. So. It's fantastic. I think we're violating the why. I think you're, hey. you're the young. <laughs> it's young at heart. Hmm. Right. Professionals of Woodstock <laughs> and, you know, just building those relationships. And um, I specifically like that one because uh, I was part of another networking thing years and years ago. That was a very referrals driven, like you have to bring stuff every week. And if you don't, you're penalized and you have to pay for it and whatnot. And it's just very nerve wracking, like, oh, I didn't meet anybody that needs pest control this week or what have you. Right. Um but with young professionals or a lot of the other things that we're doing, it's more about the relationships uh, of people that are going to be able to tell people about you because yes, yeah, Stone, you've heard about us because right. you've been to the same groups that I frequent. Right. And so yeah, you need something, then you go to your people, right? You right. go to the people that you know, know the people that do the things. Well, and I like to be the guy that knows the guy. That, right? I, so I think we all do in this room. Right, right. <laughs> no, I think there's a reason we're all in this so room. So it's we good all for like me to, to know, person. even if I don't have any painting needs or, sure, don't, or don't perceive any painting needs for another year, two years, I, I mean, nothing would thrill me more than for someone to, to shoot me a text today or an email, Stone, we're going to paint the inside sure. of the house. Who do you know? Who do you know? And I love being able to you know send you a note and be that and I think a lot of people right. in this community in this community do. So talk to us a little bit um, about the dynamics of, of um, a family owned <laughs> business, because there's got to be some tremendous uh, pluses to that, some tremendous advantages. There and I wonder are, if there are sure. some unique challenges, too, though. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> got to be careful. Uh, here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Carol, like you said, you're working with uh, you're working with your husband we, as your business. We partner. are broadcasting live and recording. So, that. you know, <laughs> well, keep it between I mean, the ditches, Oscar. <laughs> working with family has is that it's definitely a double-edged sword it's nothing that i don't have to tell anybody here in the sense that um you know if there is some sort of emergency or whatever of course everybody's extra understanding you know if a kid is sick and i have to move a couple of appointments or whatever it's not even a question of well you got to make up your hours or, or whatever right. right because we're family um at the same time you know i don't want to be having sunday dinner you know we have a, a standing sunday dinner i, I live six doors from my parents oh, and wow. my brother lives a three minute drive, you know, in the same neighborhood. I've been in the oh. run for 21 years, you know, and well, that was by design. Uh, in fact, when my wife moved into my, uh, uh, I, I'm a, like I said, third home there moved into my second place. She was like, is this going to be an everybody loves Raymond situation where like, they're just going to be over like all the time. And then a couple of years, she was like, we need to move closer. I was like, are you serious? Oh, wow. yeah, no. So we did. Yeah. No, no. We're just around the corner. All that to say, you know, we have that standing Sunday dinner. Oh, and that's we neat. we make it a point not really to discuss business. Well, that's what's going to be know. my next wow. question. Do you? And if 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 not, no, how do we you we just... don't discuss business. You know, during family time because I like to keep that separate. You know, no, there's, there's so much. You know, uh, 
for the first, uh, I'm about to be, you know, hitting 13 years of, of marriage and, you know, the first 11, 12 years, you know, I, I work steady six days a week, you know, wow. uh, Saturdays are usually a half day. Well, not usually they are a half day for me cause I have kids and I want to be home for them. But, um, I've just really made it a point that if I'm home, um, I'm home you know, right. because I've, I've put so much time into it over the last couple of years that I, I need to focus on this chapter of my life. Uh, because everything that I can do, I can get done during my work day. And there's of course going to be those after hours, you know, client call calling me, Hey, are we still on for tomorrow? You know, and it might be six 30 or seven, or they have right. a question and they just got off work. So they're calling me. Of course I'll answer the phone. Um, you know, and my guys might be running, uh, a project a little bit late <clears> and they need to purchase materials. I get calls early and late in the evening, <laughs> just asking me to, to, you know, run the credit card for them because we, we control that at the office to make sure that spending is, you know, <laughs> where we need it to be and keep track of all of our materials, you know, costs and whatnot. But, um, I, I used to tell people, you know, if I'm awake, I'm at work. You know, I right. still folks, I'm, I keep real estate <laughs> hours. And then at a certain point, you know, that burnout happens. And it's like, you know what? We are in an age where we really have to figure out our work-life balance. Right. And that's actually something that I really learned from my wife is, you know, um, we can't be defined by our work. You know, we also are human beings that, you know, require that social aspect. And for me, these groups like, um, you know, young professionals, and I'm actually going to go to the Canton Business Club tomorrow, which I've never been to. Uh, those for me are the social and business aspect. It's a good blend of the two to be able to grow your business in an organic manner. You know, because you you spend three grand on flyers and, and you know, they hit 4,000 houses or whatever. How many of those are actually going to call? Right. You, know, you just don't know. But if you keep continuing to build these relationships, really just go on to hang out and meet like-minded people. And then, like you said, maybe three months later, somebody calls you and says, hey, Stone, who do you know? Kara, have you met anybody in these groups that you go to or whatever? Because we're there to be a resource, right? Absolutely. So. That's uh, my approach to where I am now in the business. Well, for what it's worth, that's sort of the the evolution for me. We, um, Holly and I, we we sold our home in Cobb. We downsized, moved here on the edge of town. Historically, I've not been um, very active in like this networking kind of sure. thing. I'm a little bit spoiled in that mm -hmm. when you have your own radio show, if you want to meet someone, you just invite them to come on the sure. show. Um, and so for years, 15 plus years of doing it, you know, people would come to me if I wanted. But here's what I'm finding. I'm, I'm finding that I'm getting to, um, to meet people, more people faster. And then I'm meeting them outside of the studio and, um, just getting a chance to really build a, a really deep relationship with people yeah. in my, my book of <clears throat> those folks that I know that I, that I've started to, to really like and trust. Like I feel very confident putting people in touch with each other. Uh, I've always been that way, like within the industry, like if it had to do with, with marketing or media, sometimes I was even the, a little, almost like a quarterback of the team, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, do you find yourself in that position sometimes because of your world? Like, or will someone, because they're working with you, um, particularly ask you about, I don't know, um, it's, you know, a roofing, you know, like house related stuff. Of course. Like, like I would ask. Kara, like if I needed to get a roof, I would ask Kara because I because I know her, I like her, I trust her. 
But I'm thinking now I would really ask Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah like I would ask Oscar, Oscar first. <laughs> People ask me all the time for, you know, first off, they ask, what else do you do? You right. Know, because a lot of these guys will go out there and, and they're, they're a painting company, but they also might start doing remodels or, or you know, decks or, or something <clears> like that. And for me, you know, I, I grew up in this business. I know a lot about painting. If you had told, you know, 16 year old me, I'd be excited about researching a new coding. I'd have been like, you were insane. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, you know, for me, it's interesting. And I know, uh, you know, enough about it to, you know, uh, convince people that I'm knowledgeable in it. Right. You know, <laughs> but um, th- I know what I'm good at. And it's our niche, you know? So I always right. tell people, uh, what do we do aside from painting? What well, we stain, you know, right. we do, uh, <laughs> that's funny. And we do minor repairs, you know, paint and paint adjacent, you know, if you've got wood rod, absolutely. We can come in and replace, you know, rod or brick bolts, no sills, pieces of soffit, fascia, reside your chimney or whatever. Are we going to reside your house? No, you know, that's a different, you know, but you probably know what you, who you would consider Absolutely. best in class for sure. And, and that's, for you know, thing. from years of building up these relationships with right. other uh, GCs that hire out, you know, subs for these types of projects, you know, uh, that's really about the only type of new construction quote unquote that we might do is if somebody's finishing out their basement and we have to come in and of course do that initial coating, or if somebody's adding an addition to their home, you know, they got to paint the inside and outside of it. It's not all coming pre-finished, you know? Right. So of course, you know, we're, we're happy to to have those relationships and then be able to pass on that name. Hey, can you build me a portico? No, but I know who can. You know, it's stuff like that because we have a, a very specific place uh, where I want to be. Um, you know, we have 10 crews running, uh, have for a very long time. A uh, crew cow. that's been with us the least amount of time is going on, I think, five years, actually, closer to six. Uh, and, you know, we just we retain our people by treating them well, you know. Well, uh, talk about that a little bit. In our system, it's a little more loosely uh, constructed. Most of the people in the business radio X system are entrepreneurs of their own and they may run a studio in North Fulton sure. or in Phoenix or Tucson. Um, so they're not really reporting to me sure, when, sure. when I have my corporate hat on. Um, but I, I mean, I, I am uh, in awe uh, or even intimidated by the idea of someone actually reporting to me and them and, and me not doing a very good job of leading them or even recruiting the right people. No, for sure. Um, <laughs> well, in the recruiting sense, I, to be quite frank, I just don't have a lot of experience with that because we just don't really have to, you right. know, because you retain We're 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 super full. You know, we, we will have people call me all the time and say, Hey, you know, Sherman Williams or PPG or what have you told me to give you a call. Are you guys hiring uh, painters? You know, they might have their, their full crew ready to go. And then it's, you know, I was feel terrible saying, I'm, I'm sorry. We, we were full up, you know, um, right. but the times that we have added people, it's actually, you know, my, my father's still a, a little bit involved with, with the business. He's still the, the principal owner, uh, but he runs uh, a handful of other businesses as well. So I do, uh, along with my sister, we do the day-to-day managing, uh, and running, um, you know, I do sales and, and then project management, making sure that I'm on top of, you know, the project so that they're getting done the way that I said they were going to be done. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I got guys calling me all day saying, Hey, um, we can't find this particular product. What's going to be the closest equivalent. So I have to find it and source it and, and you know, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. aside from sales that eats up a lot of my days, just right. making sure that, you know, the guys have what they need right now. Right. Um, um, 
we are having a lot of supply chain issues with just paint oh, not being able to find it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of products that just aren't available right now. So and uh, I've told my guys, hey, instead of you driving to four Sherwin-Williams stores, which is a waste of time, right. you know, call me. I will call our rep and, you know, find out where it is, have it pre-tinted for you. So by the time you get there, you know, it's it's ready to pick up and go, you know. Um, so... That's been, you know, one of our challenges uh, lately right. is is just making sure that we got materials. I mean, yesterday, not that we would have been able to start it anyways because uh, of the rain, but, you know, had a client text me his uh, colors ahead of time um, last week, early last week. And I said, great, you know, we've got some time to start looking around for it. It's two very specific coatings um, that just have not been available for months. Uh, one of them specifically, it's uh, H&C uh, Cool Feel. It's a pool patio paint. That makes the uh, surface of the, uh, the pool deck feel about 20 degrees lower than if it was just regular cool. paint. It's awesome. My dad has it on his <laughs> place and you can walk on that and then walk on the treks right next to it. And it's like night and day difference, like oh, frying right. an egg versus, oh, I'm comfortable. You know, <laughs> right. uh, however, the manufacturer is not making it right now because they don't have uh, the raw materials for it with everything that's going on. I know everything on. affects everything else. Oh, of course. Yeah, what do you no. call it? Supply chain. Yeah. Like all the way to, yeah. It's that, it definitely hit us a little bit later than some of the other industries. Um, you know, of course we all heard about lumber and, and how right, scarce right. and how expensive it was. Yeah, yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, is it? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I've got guys calling me all the time. Hey, you know, we can't find, uh, you know, super paint. Uh, they only have emerald, which is like twice the cost. I'm, okay. Let me make a call. Um, see if Sherman Williams can do a substitution because instead of paying, you know, $55 for a gallon, uh, when we should have been paying 30 something dollars for this other product, you know, mm-hmm. they can match the price because they're just out of stock, you know? So if these, uh, you know, guys are just going out and just paying for it, then that's money loss mm-hmm. is profit right. loss, you know? So it's a whole lot of juggling, you know, right. to make sure that these guys are getting what they need. Uh, and that ultimately the client is getting what they need because I always tell the clients uh, or my guys, you know, if you can't find a specific product, get the next one up. You know, we can't go down. Right. Always go up. So that's one of those core um, operational disciplines that you and you probably have dozens. But yeah, that, for sure. That's just one of those things. You you go up, you don't go. Yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in this particular instance with this project, we couldn't start yesterday. I, I tell the client, you know, we. <clears throat> We don't want to use these other coatings because they're not as good. So right. I, we, there's none in Georgia. <laughs> we just can't do it. We'll see you when we see you, you know, but I know Oscar's going to tell me the truth. Yeah. Tell me if we, <laughs> right. right. Again, because of the relationship and Absolutely. because of the reputation. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, where are you going to take this thing? Like, is this puppy going to be like, are you going to be running the whole thing at some point? Or? Yeah, that's a, uh, that's probably within the next year and a half. My oh, pops wants heart. to, uh, oh yeah, my yeah. You already yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be your baby. It, it absolutely is. Oh, uh, I feel, you know, I've been uh, working, uh, I think I started doing, you know, the sales side of it when I was 20 years old, maybe 21. Um, and I'm 38 now, you know, oh my God, it's been long. <laughs> You're getting old. Yeah, Oscar. Just, that, yeah. that math didn't work. Yeah, no, that math does not add up. I still think I'm 36, 37. You know? <laughs> Is there a mirror in here I can look at real quick? <laughs> but that's got to feel, I, uh, intimidating might not be the right word, but that's a daunting. Yes. That, that's, <laughs> I mean, you're filling some big shoes. I mean, absolutely. this is not the first time that, that I've heard 
stories, very marvelous stories about your father. So yeah, yeah. No, his reputation certainly precedes him. If, if yeah. you know, you know certain people here in Woodstock. Uh, he uh, certainly has his fingers in a lot of pies. Does a lot of you know rental properties that that he owns and rents out. He started building last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, building custom homes because of course he did. You know, <laughs> I mean, he didn't have anything else to do, right? You're doing too good of a job. Absolutely right. So no, I definitely have some big shoes to fill, but I feel that. That, uh, you know, I, I'm up to the challenge. I absolutely, you know, if I, if I don't tank us, I think I did all right. And in all honesty, um, you know, my sister, uh, Cindy, who is our office manager and does a great job, um, you know, and I essentially have been running the business for the last couple of years. My, my right. boss still, you know, he runs it, kind of just keeps track of where the money's uh, going and, and whatnot. But for day-to-day operations and making sure, you know, clients are happy, crews are happy and jobs are getting done on time, on schedule. I mean, that's all, that's all been us, you know, so uh, I intimidated. Uh, sure. It's a word I like to throw out there, but am I actually scared of it? No, no, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, no, you're the kind of guy that will embrace that. Now I heard on the grapevine through the grapevine uh, that you really in- enjoy music. <laughs> are, you, are, are you a musician? Tell uh, us a little yeah. About- yeah. So um, I actually, it's, it's funny how I, I started working in three brothers because I, uh, when I was 13 years old, uh, I, I started wanting to play guitar. Um, and I told my dad, I was like, Hey, I, I want to get this. You know, I had like a, a cheap little Lotus. It's a Fender Stratocaster copy. And the action was so terrible that the strings were about an inch off of the fretboard. And, um, you know, so I told my dad, I was like, Hey, I want to get this, uh, Ibanez. Um, it's about $500 or whatever. And he goes, okay, well earn half of it, you know? And so he sent me out in the summer, um, uh, to, to earn money. And that's why I was joking about essentially getting in the way. This was when they were still <laughs> doing a lot of new construction. So I would go out to these job sites and and if you've ever had the putty nail holes on trim uh, from new construction, you know, there's thousands of them in every room. And that was my job, you know, going out there and How bad putting all these, up, right? uh, not, not very much, you know, and then caulking. And I, I literally started from the ground up, you know, sure sweeping the job sites, caulking, putting, you know, doing all the grunt work, uh, cleaning brushes, you know, all, all of that. Um, and yeah, I started playing guitar, uh, jumped on bass. Um, and then started playing in bands with my friends. You know, uh, uh, I, I love punk rock music. If it's fast and and melodic and loud, I absolutely love it. I still go to my uh, punk rock shows with my late thirties friends, dressing like we're eighteen. Like, yeah, who needs sleeves? You know, <laughs> like. But yeah, no, I've been uh, doing it on and off, and I always joke. As far as my skill level goes, uh, I'm very fortunate that I love punk rock because it's it's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> You know, so yeah, no, I've got a, a handful of records out on Spotify from over the years and, you know, some projects that are going on and off. But And will uh, you play venues with your buds sometimes? Yeah, yeah. I was, I used to tour all the time back in uh, like 2003, really? uh, 2004. I was on the road all the time. Uh, we were, li- you know, uh, this one band that I uh, joined, um, they had lost their bass player. And my buddy Joe called me one time while I was hanging with my other bandmates. Uh, from from my uh, main band at the time and goes, hey, you want to play bass uh, for us? I was like, uh, sure. Aren't you about to go on tour? Like, yeah. All right. You know, so I learned yeah. about, you know, 12, 15 of their songs and and hit the road. We were gone for two weeks, you know, hits, uh, you know, Florida and then going up right. to the East Coast, ended in New York <clears> and then came back and then 
that essentially was uh, my next, uh, you know, two and a half years is going out uh, a town almost every weekend playing neighboring states. You know, we drive to Myrtle Beach and back the <laughs> longest cool. we ever drove for one show. We would uh, we did it multiple times. We used to play this. Uh, it was called the temple, but it was actually the basement of a uh, of a, well, a Jewish temple up in Brooklyn. Uh, and they used to rent it out as just a venue. Um, and we would leave on, uh, you know, Saturday morning, drive through the day. Actually, no, we would leave Friday, drive overnight, get there, play the show and then leave. You know, wow. so and we did that for Miami a handful of times, too. So it, it wasn't out of the question. I wasn't living at home anymore. I'd had my uh, apartment for a little bit. When I, I mean, this was when I was 19, mind you, you know, going out of town uh, and I would call my mom and be like, hey, mom, uh, no, I'm not going to be there this weekend. Uh, I'm going to Miami. Or like, oh, sorry, we got a show in Birmingham. So, you know, there was a spell there. I, I missed out on a lot of family stuff. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important for me to to have that standing yeah. Sunday dinner now. You know, because <clears throat> I missed so much when I was, you know, in my late teens. But you're kind of supposed to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're making up for it. <laughs> exactly. No, we we had a ton of fun. Um, and, you know, the, the music world is a, is a very small community. And <clears throat> we actually... uh because at that point there wasn't really uh, a lot of places for small local bands to play like, you know, teenage kids, you know, making their own bands and their garages also need a place to play. They can't sell out, you know, a hundred tickets to the masquerade, you know? So uh, my friends and I, we opened a venue on, uh, in Powder Springs and then um, moved from that one to Bell's Ferry and uh, Barra Parkway. And that was there for about 15, 16 years uh, so we would practice our, my, my band would practice there. Uh, we just kept all of our equipment there, but that's, that was like my hangout spot. I'd be at shows, you know, local shows and touring bands coming through, um, five, six nights a week for a couple of years. So, uh, it was awesome. I made some incredible friends, you know, from all over the country from being oh, on the bad. road. Yeah. Still keep in touch with uh, a couple of them. I am so glad I asked. Yeah, there is a, a lot of layers <laughs> should here. I have, should I have asked you what instrument you play, Kira? You should not have. <laughs> okay. I can make something up. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap, uh, um, walk us through kind of the three brothers' customer experience, if if you will. Yeah, someone does need. Um, some painting they've yeah. been Kara's put them in touch with you sure yeah what they're going to do is they're going to call in the office uh, and speak <clears> to <throat> you know it's usually my sister Cindy that's going to take their info or or other uh, girl at the office Mariela um, who can you know take all your info we just need your address phone number um, you know first last name and an email address so we can actually email the quo we don't do written estimates like with paper anymore. We've, we've gone the green route and just kind of shoot everything via email for about the last five or six years. Okay. Um, and, um, it's usually only a couple of days turnaround um, because my, uh, one of my uncles, one of the original brothers also uh, helps with sales. It used to be, uh, when I was the only one doing our sales calls, I would be a week, week and a half out before even being able to do an estimate for somebody. Uh, and a lot of that, I mean, that's that talk about a pain point, you know, that's just oh, not yeah, something yeah. that people are really willing to wait, not even to do the job, but to do that estimate right. to right. then get the job. So we decided to transition him uh, as, you know, crew leader slash, you know, estimator. So there's certain days of the week where he helps kind of pick up or I'm not able to get to these, um, to these quotes, but, um, you know, within the next couple of days, I'm going to go out there and, and meet the person, um, uh, you know, on site and, and talk to them right. about 
what their needs are. I actually, uh, some of my clients, in fact, I had one yesterday uh, comment on, I used to do uh, my quotes on a giant laptop with an air card sticking out of it because it folded over to a tablet and we have a server set up where as I'm putting stuff up, you know, in our system, like uh, on, on my device, it's updating live at our office. Oh, that's, you know, so, um, thankfully we were able to get a mobile app version of, of our database, which, you know, they just released for free as long as you have the license, which we do. Uh, and for a long time I was doing quotes on my iPad. Now, as iPhones have gotten bigger and bigger, I carry around a 12 pro max because of the larger (laughs) screen size. So, uh, you know, it's funny when uh, this client I hadn't seen in a while, I pulled up and, and walked in and he goes, oh, what happened to the laptop or the tablet? You're doing it on your phone now? It's like, it's like the same size. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. So it's <laughs> <laughs> so just that much easier to do. So, you know, I, I ask him, you know, what what are you exactly needing? Um, and I'll tell you what you don't need. A lot of times folks will think, oh, I need to do walls, trim and ceiling because you're going to be here. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with your ceilings? Are you changing color? Are you going to be right. painting them to a the shade of the wall or whatever. No. And I'm like, then why are we looking to do them? They look fantastic. You know, unless you've got a bunch of nail pops, water stains, you know, a bunch of cracks happening, then let's take a look at them because we itemize everything. You know, I give my clients, you know, for interior specifically, it's very, very broken down. I always joke and I say, uh, I shoot you a menu and then you pick from there because instead of sending out a bid for show, uh, you know, the, the, in the state home that might have thirty five, forty thousand dollars worth of paint, you know, I break it down by room, walls, trim, ceiling, closet, and they're able to kind of pick and choose what they want to do from there. Um, because you know, we all have budgets, you know. Right, absolutely. I don't like getting a bid that says, Hey, it's five thousand to do this project. I'm like, cool, I have thirty eight hundred. Like, let's break this down, you know. Right. So right. we give folks that flexibility. Whether exteriors it's a little bit tougher to break it up because it's like, okay, my front side of my house right side of my house my rent i'm like well we already have all the equipment out and it's like you know by the time you're done doing this you've paid like twice what you should have you know but uh interiors there's a lot more flexibility you know with being able to break things out so you know we meet the client um usually try to have the quote over to them within you know a couple of days just great things take time to put together sometimes sure and usually we'll be able to get them on schedule within three weeks or so at the height of our, you know, busiest time, um, I will usually say, oh, give us, give us a month's notice just to be on the safe side. Uh, but that's very common for really any of the trades. I mean, I've got a gutter right. guy that I recommend all the time and, you know, I've had calls from uh, clients saying, Hey, do you know anybody else? He's three months out. Like, oh, well, good for him. You yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> yes. I've also got this other guy, but he's the one I mainly work with, but good. Yeah. Awesome. You know, Great problem to have. <laughs> well, and the important thing I think for most people, and certainly for me is just tell me the truth. Yeah. And then whatever you tell me, do that. If, yeah. you, if you look, we'll show up next Thursday, yeah. you know, a little, you know, around two o'clock, then sure. show up next Thursday around yeah, two o'clock, absolutely. not yeah. next Friday. And that's absolutely that's something important. that I pride myself on yeah. uh, for sure. I, um, you know, uh, Latino folks are, are very, very famous for not running on time. We have, you know, <laughs> family parties where we're like, hey, if they said start at, uh, you know, be there at four. Really so there's a little something to up, that. Show up at seven. Oh, a hundred percent. So I it, think my daughter's a, Latino then. Yeah, yeah. A, it is a one thousand percent, you know, running joke in my family that if there's any sort of uh, family party, show up at least two hours after the start date. Um, and there are many examples of where I've tried to, <laughs> I 
have been frustrated because I want to be there on time. And then like I'm there as a caterer is showing up, you know, or whatever. So I take that very much to heart. And if we have an appointment at 11, then uh, I'm going to be there at like 1101, uh, you know, or or as close to 11 as possible. Uh, I set myself timers on my phone all the time. Like, okay, (laughs) I've got eight minutes you know, of, of catch up on something before I got to start driving again to get to this appointment and give myself an extra five minutes, you know, for traffic buildup or whatever, because it really does make a great impression. I I can't tell you how many times a day folks will tell me thanks for showing up on time because unfortunately contractors have a, a very, very, uh, and a lot of times well-deserved reputation for not showing up on time. Right. (laughs) Or answering a call. Or answering a call. I get that all the time. Like, thank you for calling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've actually had that as well. Like (laughs) (laughs) what I've had is folks tell me, thank you for answering a number you don't recognize. And, and much like you, it's like, Uh, well, you know, for us, you know, a call is money. Or spam, but we'll figure that out quickly. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I have, unfortunately in the last couple of uh, months, you know, if somebody has got an out of town, you know, or out of Mm -hmm. state, uh, Mm -hmm. I I sometimes do have to screen those until I, unless I recognize it right away because I I get like 15 to 18 spam calls a day because I'm known as answering my phone. You know, so I don't know if that tells them. (laughs) They They track (laughs) a, this idiot actually, actually answers let's add them to all these other lists you know so but it's a good it's a good point that surfacing and both of you obviously it really take this customer experience thing very seriously Uh, and it's not like you have to do i think the lesson for us listening in are is you don't have to do heroic things Mm -hmm. they don't they don't have to be way crazy over the top things just good solid human absolutely servicey things just yep. use integrity in your business and it goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Where can our listeners get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to, to reach out and learn more? Uh, best way is going to be uh, threebrotherspainting.com. That's going to take you straight to our website. You can learn a little bit more about our history. We have the About Us page. Um, I think we still have a couple of videos up. Uh, they were shot oh, about 12 years ago, I think. <laughs> so I look much different then, probably about 30 pounds ago, if we're being real. <laughs> uh, and... It, we have a, you know, I'm narrating our, our history, essentially. They're only oh, about fun. two and a half minutes each video, but one of them walks you through the entire interior painting process. Another cool. one's going to walk you through the entire exterior painting process. And we shot, um, you know, a handful of the scenes like on site, like showing the guys actually doing the work. Uh, but then we've also done a little bit more of an updated one. This <clears> one's <throat> actually in HD, so I apologize for that again. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but um that one's a little bit more updated and again, just kind of tells you where we've been, you know, a little bit more recently oh, and it's super cool. And, you know, I do have, uh, you know, I'll pull up and, and folks are like, oh, you're the guy from the video. I'm like, yeah, it's our family business. And they're like, we thought you were an actor. I'm like, that's nice of you to lie to me. Yeah, you kind of sort of, sort of are, right? <laughs> Oh, this has been so much fun. Thanks for, for coming and hanging out with us, and man. And office number real quick. It's just yeah. going to be 770-928-3667. If you guys uh, here in the local uh, 
Woodstock and really the metro Atlanta area. I mean, we go as high, uh, as far north as Dawsonville, as, as uh, far south as like the Midtown Buckhead area. So okay. we've got a pretty wide, uh, you know, area yeah. of coverage. Uh, I know a lot of my, um, you know, other GC and, and trades people really only like to stick to a small, uh, right. because good for them if they can stick to a smaller territory. But um, we believe in going where folks want us, you know, right. so within a certain uh, limit, <laughs> we've had to turn down jobs like in Tucker and, and uh, the Lonica is a bit of a pain to get to, but I tell myself it's the same as if I was driving in traffic to Atlanta, True. you know, it's yeah. just no traffic, you know, um, but yeah, no, we're just grateful for the opportunity to be here today let people know a little bit more about us and, um, yeah, hopefully you can come back in, uh, a year and tell you that I haven't tanked us. You know, so. well, I think that might be fun, right? Like, like when you, when the, when the baton gets passed or we're getting close, well, let's do that. Yeah, I would let's, love that. Let's plan on, on doing that. The three brothers painting.com. Is it the number three or you it's spell out, spelled the word? out three brothers? Great, great question. It's okay. spelled out three brothers painting.com. I think both will get you there to be honest, but I know that in all of our business cards, Ashley and, probably and bought the other URL I'm for sure you. sure that she did. She <laughs> or at least way try. smarter than I am. <laughs> Uh, well, it's been so much fun. Oscar, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guests this morning, Kara Frankel and Oscar Velez and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Cherokee Business Radio. Cherokee Business Radio.